Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome back to another edition of Power 5 Sports Podcast with Alex Maxwell. I'm Jake Gorowitz, and we are here in the studio for our 53rd episode. And today's show marks the beginning of our four-day marathon. Four shows in four days. We'll be bringing you our NFC Divisional Breakdowns. And today, let's get it started with the NFC East, the New York Football Giants. Alex... Let's get things popping. We'll start off with the Giants. They had a really unlucky season last year with a lot of injuries. Uh, Odell Beckham, you know, the high, the key guy. How about that, that Odell yeah, contract we got, extension? I had, to shout, I had to shout him out first um, because he just signed, what was that, a five years, 95 mil. 65 60 total guaranteed. guaranteed. He is the highest paid Wide receiver by a lot. Did you did you see his teammates' reaction? Yeah, in the locker room, they Sterling Shepard had the speaker, and he was, was getting the hype. Yeah, I mean, I I would too. I mean, you just got sixty five in the bank right now, so locked and loaded for yeah. the years to come. In football, guaranteed money isn't you know, it's not as lot. It's not a lot as you know basketball or baseball. So this is a huge deal. Well, and when you're playing a sport where there's such a high risk of injury, the Giants have a lot of faith in them. Oh, and sure. I would too. Odell, I'm I'm going to call him a top three receiver in the league. For sure. I would put it A.B., DeAndre, and Odell. Yeah. Well, let's get into the rest of the Giants. Starting off with the quarterback, Eli Manning, the veteran. He's been there forever. It looks like Eli is not going to be there, you know, long term. Um, but he's got a lot of good wide receivers around him, such as Odell Beckham, Sterling Shepard, Brandon Marshall. He's got a solid tight end in Evan Ingram, and he's got – a very young running back in Saquon Barkley. So if we could, if he could utilize those weapons around him, I think he'll be okay. No, I have a pretty high expectation set for the New York Giants. I like the depth that they have at the running back position. Along with Saquon Barkley, they have Wayne Gallman and Jonathan Stewart. Shout right. out Jay Stew. But they have a, a bit of an improved offensive line. You bring Nate Solder and you draft Will Hernandez. Yeah. So I see good things coming up for the New York Giants this year, but I will point out one thing. I think that they have one of the toughest schedules in football. I'm just going to take a look at their first seven games. It's you tough. You play Jacksonville, Dallas, Houston, New Orleans, Carolina, Philadelphia, and Atlanta. That doesn't help. Okay. And no matter how high of a ceiling I mean, honestly, that caps their ceiling. Yeah. That's a tough stretch to begin your season. There is no room for a mistake. And the Giants, if they're looking to compete in this NFC East, you have to you have to win a good majority of those games. Absolutely. I, I completely agree with that. And you got to look at um, not just the offensive side of things, but to the defense. Um, they have a very solid defense, highlighted by Landon Collins and Eli Apple. But and Janoris Jenkins as well. But I think the Giants will make some more noise on the offensive side of things with the guys that we pointed out earlier. But moving on to the Washington Redskins. I think this team's going to struggle this year. I know you agree with me. Uh, a lot of moves have been made in the offseason. Obviously, uh, the biggest with the new quarterback and Alex Smith. I, we've talked about Alex Smith on our previous podcast where we ranked the quarterbacks. We said he was a very safe quarterback. Um, I'm not changing my opinion on that. I think he's safe, and he doesn't have a lot of weapons around him. So I'm not, I'm not too high on the Giant. Or I'm, I'm sorry, the Redskins. No, the Redskins, 
geez, I don't see much coming out of them this year. Alex Smith, he's going into year 14. What can you – I mean, there's only so much he can do, and he does not have the weapons like he did no. in Kansas City by any means. Just straight up. Um, I don't think he's a big play quarterback, and no. they don't have any big play weapons surrounding him. Honestly, the Redskins, you could be seeing them early lottery pick yeah. in the next draft. Yeah. I'm going to put a cap at four or five wins for them. I don't – I mean – just judging their schedule, right? It's not it, it like like you said with the Giants. Their schedule isn't you know helping them out or doing them any favors in the first place. But you had you know a very inexperienced team with a not very talented team as well. You just lost Darius Geis for the season. That doesn't help. Um, you do have two solid players on the defensive side of the ball. You do have um, Josh Norman and DJ Swearinger as uh, your two highlighted defensive players but like you said I don't think the the Giants or um I keep calling them the Giants the Redskins are going to make much noise no you you bring along Adrian Peterson I I think washed up washed up but I'm gonna well for fantasy purposes if you can scoop him up as an RB3 RB4 I think he's a valuable asset to have um from a fantasy aspect but he'll be running angry this year I think AP He's got in, something to in, prove. Well, in his mind, he does. Yeah, and I, I would agree with him. I've heard in the camp though that AB is, or yeah, AP is looking like vintage Vikings AP. That's what I've heard from several reporters. But we'll see on the football field if that actually is true. Well, and even if it is, I don't think that 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 can't do much for them. No, it'll help, no. but not to the extent that they're going to be making noise in this. I would call it a crowded in a crowded uh, NFC East. Yeah. How are we feeling about the Dallas Cowboys, though? I think the Cowboys are a very interesting team. Like the like the rest of this division, there's been a lot of moves made um, with the Cowboys. Obviously, you know, Des Bryant is no longer there. You do lose um, Jason Witten has retired. Um, I think they're going to be – they're going to be up in the air. I think the division is difficult. Uh, the Giants are going to be solid. We'll get into the Eagles next. Um, they, I don't think that the Redskins will be any, you know, they won't be in contention. But their schedule does not help. We keep saying that. But it's true. The NFL schedule, teams seem very deep this year. And, you know, it's just it's just going to be tough. So looking at the offense side of the ball, Dak Prescott is going into his third year in the NFL. Didn't really have a good season last year. Maybe the loss of Zeke. You know, that really played a big factor. Um, I don't think the wideouts are that special this year. Alan Hearns, Terrence Williams, I mean, they're not bad, um, but they're they're certainly not what they were, you know, four or five years ago when they were rolling. Um, And I think Zeke is the X factor on that offense. I think the offensive line is going to definitely help him out, but if he can stay healthy and out of trouble, watch out for the Cowboys. I think that they can... I think they can do some, make some noise, do some damage, but it all depends on the offensive line, Dak and Zeke. I mean, the trio of Zeke, Dak, and I would group the O line mm-hmm. as one. That's the team will be dependent on those three guys. the The defense, the secondary is very young and unproven, and the receiving core. There's no true number one receiver. You lose right. 
you lose Dez. Honestly, he's still a free agent. Right. Cleveland hasn't picked him up yet. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what they're waiting for. But America's team. I don't really know about the Dallas yeah. Cowboys this year. Just, I mean, they're looking to get back to their thirteen and three season. But, geez, I could see them going anywhere from seven and nine to nine and seven, and yeah. I don't think that'll be competitive enough. I think that's a very fair um, judgment. I think they have a lot of talent. Uh, in the skill positions, you know, especially with Zeke, um, I think Dak. I don't think Dak's ceiling is as high as we all thought it was going to be with his rookie year. I think Zeke Elliott and Dak, Des Bryant, and Jason Witten all helped him out. So maybe De- maybe Dak gets a little exposed this year. Um, we'll see. On the defensive side of the ball, though, um, we haven't really touched on them too much. Demarcus Lawrence and David Irving. I look at those two players on the D line as X factors. They right. will need to have a big role in the attack this year for them to even have a chance at winning games. There's the offense. The thing with the Cowboys offense, I don't see them being a consistent, you know, 25 to 40 points a game every week. Right. I think they're going to need some help from their defense and. We've seen in the past, in recent history, the Cowboys' defense is shaky. Yeah, I honestly, think, at best. I think. Um, well, adding alongside the names you've mentioned, Sean Lee is the captain, uh, the linebacker of that defense. I think his experience might, you know, help out. Can he stay healthy though? Can he stay healthy? That's a great question. But I don't think Sean Lee can save the Dallas Cowboys. I don't think that they're going to be as strong on defense as they would like to be. You're going to need strong performances from Tyrone Crawford, Jalen Smith, the secondary, we mentioned that earlier, unproven, lacks experience. It's tough. No, it'll be tough for the Dallas Cowboys to be consistent this year. I think if they can reach a point where they're consistent and consistently getting wins, getting on a bit of a streak Mm -hmm. middle of the season, yeah. Maybe they can, you know, piece a nice run together. But Dallas Cowboys, who do we got up next? We got the Philadelphia Eagles, the reigning NFL champs. I think a lot could happen here in the Eagles, you know, season. I think that I don't think people are high on them though. People are not. I don't think they're gonna repeat. Yeah, I've I've heard talk around just like friends and analysts. People don't think the Eagles are gonna repeat for Super Bowl champs and. When has that ever happened? I've usually the Super Bowl champs are favored, you know, top five. But this year it doesn't seem like that. They just, I don't know. They just missing that spark. They don't really have, what? They don't really have the the marquee running back. Um, you have Jay Ajayi, but I I consider him. He was much better when he was with Miami. He no, seemed to just kind of die, you know, take a he's take a seat. Oh yeah, I um, would agree. You do have a very solid offensive line which is very key. Jason Kelsey. Did you see that documentary <laughs> with Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey? I did. I saw the trailer for it. I did not watch the whole documentary. It was pretty cool. I enjoyed it. Lane Johnson. Yeah. He uh, he put on a show at the Super Bowl oh, parade. for sure. <laughs> he knows, <laughs> yeah, he knows he how to get the job done. Yeah. But um, the Eagles, they return three starters back from injury. You get Carson Wentz, hopefully. Mm-hmm. We don't know when. But linebacker Jordan Hicks and left tackle Jason Peters. Right. I think they... Both bring elements 
of their game that others on that roster don't. We got to mention Zach Ertz, arguably the best tight end in football. He he was he was he was electric last year. He caught many touchdowns. He was an offensive fa- factor. He was a great blocker. Uh, something that doesn't you know show on the stat sheet. Uh, I think Zach Ertz is arguably top two, top three, um, arguably the best tight end in football. And you you add along Carson Wentz throwing the ball to him, that's very efficient right there. So, um, and you look at Alshon Jeffrey, Mike Wallace, and Nelson Aguilar, three solid receivers. Um, moving along to the defensive side of the ball, uh, their defense was very solid last year. Um, Brandon Graham, he was tremendous in the Super Bowl. Um, Malcolm Jenkins was solid. Uh, I think they were just overall top to bottom. They weren't the most talented defensive team, but they were they they molded. You know, there was a perfect mold. Every single one of them fit the the system perfectly, and they did their job. Well, and that's why they're Super Bowl champs. I mean, I think they had a common goal. You put when you put players like Fletcher Cox, Tim Jernigan, Vinnie Curry, Michael Kendricks, all of those guys come together. That's money. Like, that's that's big time right there. Chris Long also, you know, played a big part. Right. Um, I think, I think Eagles. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to get into our predictions? Well, just a quick side note for the Eagles, and it goes hand in hand with our predictions. I see them, a te- as, coming away with a ten and six record. Yeah. I don't like. They're not. I'm not getting all hyped up about the Eagles. Right. I'm gonna be pretty straightforward. Forward with that. The Eagles. I don't think they'll repeat as Super Bowl champs. Mm-mm. I have them winning the division, but I don't see them getting out of the divisional conference finals matchup however, however far they go. Up. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to agree with you on that. I think the Eagles are going to go around 10-6 and six as well, but it won't be you know as an exciting season as they did last year. What were they, 13-3? and three? Something, Something just... crazy, incredible like that. Um Carson Wentz, yes, he will be the guy once he's healthy. I think he'll be tremendous. Watch out. I would take him in fantasy, low-key, because he's going to be hurt now. But I think that the Eagles are going to go 10-6, and six, but it won't be as an exciting electric 10-6 and six, or a 13-3 season as it was last year. I don't think they'll go in the playoffs deep, like you said. Um, I, I, think, I still think they're going to win the division, even though they're not going to win the Super Bowl. No, I have... I see the Eagles really struggling with games against the Falcons, the Tennessee Titans. They have to go at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Home against Minnesota, that's a tough game. Home against Carolina, I don't care if you're in Philly. That, No matter the location, those are tough games. You you have to play Dallas and New York right. a couple times in the span Nothing of the season. Nothing comes easy, it seems. And you have to go at L.A. later in the season. Yeah. That's... I mean, it's going to – they could do it, but it's going to take a lot to get there. Yeah. Okay. Um, Bigger picture, full predictions of the division. Alex, take me one through four. All right. I think the Eagles are going to win the division, go about 10-6, and six, but it's not, like I said, not a, not as exciting 10-6. and six. Well, they're not going to be flying around the right. field. I don't think no they'll be. No pun intended. <laughs> Fly Eagles fly. Yeah. Um, I think next, I think there's going to be a tie between the Giants and the Cowboys at 9-7, and seven, but – I think the Cowboys will come in second based on the head-to-head record 
So that eliminates the Giants from possible playoff contention. And then I think the Washington Redskins are going to anchor down the uh, division with a 4-12 and 12 type record. I think they're really going to struggle this year, and I know you agree with that. Yeah. My predictions, pretty similar for the most part. We agree in the sense that we both have the Philadelphia Eagles coming away in number in the first place mm-hmm. in the division. But I actually have the New York Giants coming in second. I like what they have um, going for them. Yeah. I, I see uh, a positive trend for the New York Giants. I mean, when you look at it, they're just a couple seasons away from being a playoff team, going 13-3. and three. Right. Uh, excuse me, 11-5 and five and making the playoffs. Okay, last year they only won three games. But you get Saquon and um, you, you go along with all of the other factors that we mentioned earlier. I see the Giants having a nice season going 9-7. and seven. The Dallas Cowboys will be coming in third for me. It'll, I think the Cowboys and the Giants will be neck and neck, but I don't think they'll be tied come the end of the season. I think um, their record will differentiate slightly, and the Washington Redskins, they're, they're a mess. I don't know any other way to put it. Yeah. The Washington Redskins will be in dead last with just a handful of wins. Yeah, I completely agree with that, but that pretty much wraps things up here. Uh, Jake, any last thoughts? Well, great first show. Great first episode for our four-day marathon of the NFC Divisional Breakdowns. I'm hype. I know you are too, Alex. I hope all of our listeners are. You know where to find us. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Show us some love. Thanks for sticking with us. Alex, I'm going to turn it over to you for our closing remarks. Make sure to listen to our next podcast, which is the NFC North. We're going to cover all four of those teams. And uh, stay tuned. Till next time. Peace.